Земля квіточа, мова співоча, дівчата гарненькі, які солоденькі, різні люди, добра вдача, козак співає, душа плаче. by an artist by the name of Kozak Siromaha. And that song was Huliale, or Walking. And it is a song that harkens back to uh, the days of the um, Zaporizhian siege back in the 16th, 17th centuries. And this artist, uh, Kozak Siromaha, actually lives in that area near Dnipro and uh, lives in the lifestyle of the Kosake of old. Very interesting uh, artist, and hopefully we will be learning more about him and uh, hearing more of his music. It is stunning. Kozak Siromaha with Huliale. Dobri večer i vitaju vas vsih dorhi radio suhečina radio programu Naš Holos, radio Krinskoho Korinja, kot sra podjecivam na bohatomovni radio stanci AM 1320 Pavlina. Hello there and welcome to Nash Holos Ukrainian Roots Radio here on AM 1320 CHMB Vancouver. I'm your host, Paulette demchuk mccory Pukrinske Pavlina. Thank you so much for joining me on today's show. Uh, we've got uh, some interesting new music for you, new acquisitions anyways, to the Nasholos um, Music Library. As well, you'll be hearing from Olena Skorohod, as well as Vasil Pavlovsky with uh, Cultural Capsule. And as usual, our proverb of the week, other items of interest, and great Ukrainian music. And coming up next, another new addition to the Nasholos Music Library, Angie Kreda with Batko Nash Bandera a tribute to the Upa hero from a war in the middle of the 20th century, Stepan Bandera.
прийшла до нього, рідна мати його плаче і ридає, жалує його, як прийшла до нього, рідна мати його плаче і ридає, жалує його. Thanks to the foresight and generosity of its donors, the Shochenko Foundation has been investing in the future of the Ukrainian-Canadian community for the past 60 years. Since 1963, the Shochenko Foundation has been funding initiatives that strengthen our Ukrainian-Canadian identity and enhance our Ukrainian-Canadian cultural heritage. These include fine and performing artists and arts groups, museums, cultural centers, education, as well as authors, journalists, and the Ukrainian-Canadian media including this program. The Foundation strives to become the premier not-for-profit foundation in a Canada which acknowledges the Ukrainian-Canadian community as a fundamental component of Canadian society. Nasholos listeners are encouraged to support this vision through continued donations into the future. To apply for grants, make a donation, or for more information, visit www.shochenkofoundation.ca. Ukraine is under deadly attack, and Ukraine War Amps is asking for your help with a tax-deductible donation today. Funds are desperately needed by Ukrainian defenders for bulletproof jackets, helmets, walkie-talkies, food, water and gas, and by civilians, including children, for food, water and medications, and when possible, escape to safety. Please donate today to Ukraine War Amps via PayPal, e-transfer to ukrainewaramps at gmail.com, or visit ukrainewaramps.ca.
and a Ukrainian singer by the name of Antonina Nas. That was Namalui Meninich, Paint Me the Night. Up next, uh, closer to home, uh, this is Budia from Toronto and Shjorja Bidne Budu Diel. Oh, what will I do? to listeners of Nash Holos Ukrainian Roots Radio. This is Vasil Pavlovsky and welcome to Cultural Capsule in 2023. When it comes to producing anything, I want to ensure I remain within legal boundaries. The music I use for Cultural Capsule I do with the permission of its creator and my close friend Miroslav Levitsky. On January 26th of this year, Levitsky begins his 61st orbit around the sun. During Soviet times, Levitsky followed the traditional musical education from secondary through to studying to become a music teacher at the Ivano-Frankivs Pedagogical Institute. He performed throughout Ukraine, and as a professional musician, he traveled as far east as Almaty, Kazakhstan. Ukraine's independence in 1991 turned over a new page in Levitsky's life as a musician. During that year, he performed as a keyboardist, pianist, for two different strictly Ukrainian organizations, for Yuri Vinichuk's Cabaret Yurtsa Istevsia Lviv and the band Zahravat out of Kolomea. The following year, 
1992, Levitsky and his younger brother Oleg, a saxophonist, decide to form their own band. Andriy Melnik on bass and Andriy Vinsersky on drums, with whom Miroslav had previously played with Zahrava, joined the team. Rounding out the new band, which they called Brate Bluzu, were Serhi Taftai on guitar and Andriy Valaha on violin and vocals. As I developed a friendship with Levitsky, I learned that the name of the band was often misinterpreted, as it was a play on words. It has nothing to do with brothers, nor blues. A bluska in the Galician-Ukrainian dialect is a jacket, and the word brate in this case is the Ukrainian verb to take. Levitsky told me, in short, it means take your jacket and go out on the town. Conceptually, their music was different to their contemporaries in Ukraine. Levitsky incorporated numerous folk motifs, and in the autumn of their inaugural year, they traveled to the Komora studio in Kiev to record Authentic Life. This composition became their business card. The following year at the Chervona Ruta Festival, which had become a well-known brand name in Ukrainian music, Brate Bluzu won the Grand Prix as best band in the competition held in Donetsk. Unfortunately, success can have its extremely bittersweet moments. Before departing from Donetsk, Valaha suffered an aneurysm. He would never play his violin with his friends again, and there were many adventures that were just starting. They would travel throughout Europe, and while in Germany, they caught the ear of a producer at the BMG studio in Munich. The recordings done there would appear in Ukraine in 2000. When I met Levitsky in the spring of 1999, he and the group had been busy. The year before, they were the first band from Eastern Europe to perform at the renowned Pepsi Ziggit Festival in Budapest, and things were about to heat up. As a guest to Ziggit in August of 1999, he met Canadian Lionel Lodge and Dutchman Rens Newland. At a conference I helped Levitsky organize in Kiev in February of 2001, we invited Newland to speak on the issue of copyright and royalties. After the conference at a reception for its speakers and participants, I started my role as a linguistic facilitator in a project that became known as Music Without Borders. I was fortunate enough to have been involved with that project during its six years from 2001 through 2007. A particularly fond memory I have was at Newland's studio in Vienna during the creation of Levitsky's composition, Vienna Woods. Originally, recorded with Levitsky on keyboards and Newland on his Martin steel string guitar. That composition has seen many iterations since its birth on June 11, 2001. In 2003, Levitsky was accepted into a professional development program at the Bat Center for the Arts that was to start in early 2004. There he recorded his album Session in Banff with other international participants at the Rolston Recital Hall, including the famous Sheila Jordan, who had conducted one of the workshops that Miroslav had attended. The album was released in 2005. Since his first meeting with Newland, particularly since the Music Without Borders project, Levitsky collaborated with the latter in 2011. They released the album Parate Bluzu, featuring Rens Newland, The City That Never Sleeps. Guitars were recorded by Newland at his studio and all other parts were recorded at Vin Records in Kiev and engineered by Andriy Vinsarsky of the group. It took some time before Levitsky released anything new, though when he did, it was a full-blown international collaborative work entitled In Piano. Here Levitsky shared his variety of piano compositions recorded at Komora with producers and recording engineers globally requesting each of them to remix a selection of different tracks. Amongst them, British producer and recording engineer Max Norman, who has been active since 1973. In Piano was released in 2017. It garnered Levitsky two awards from the Academia Music Awards in 2020 for Best Album, Ambient Instrumental, and in 2021, the Rising Star Award for Exceptional Talent and Perseverance in the Field of Music, during extraordinary times. Truth be told, Levitsky has always been true to his craft, never playing to support politicians in the dirty game of Ukrainian politics. He is what I would call the musician's musician or music lover's musician, and it takes an acquired musical acumen to appreciate his works. May he have many more years of creativity ahead, 
Happy birthday to my close friend, Ukrainian composer and musician, Miroslav Levitsky. Some homegrown talent that was Boris Sikon with Oi Harana Ya Harana, I am a dark eyed beauty. Up next, moving a little further east to Toronto and the eastern states, this is a folk group that uh, has its home in both on both sides of the border. They are called Kurinya. Here they are with a um, very familiar tune to Ukrainians and non Ukrainians alike. They call it Karapet, but you'll recognize what it's really called.
грайте, грайте, будем молодые, ходят в церкви.
калина похилилася. Чогось наша славна Україна зажурилася, а ми твою червону калину підіймемо, а ми нашу славну Україну гей-гей розвеселимо, а ми твою червону калину підіймемо, а ми нашу славну Україну гей-гей розвеселимо. Виступають наші добровольці у кривавий тан Визволяти рідну країну з московських кайдан А ми ті московські кайдани розірвемо А ми нашу славну Україну гей-гей розвеселимо а ми ті московські кайдани розірвемо, а ми нашу славну Україну гей-гей розвеселимо. Гей у полі ярої пшенички, золотистий лан. Розпочали стрільці українські з ворогами там, а ми твою яру. Пшеничку і зберемо, а ми нашу славну Україну гей-гей розвеселимо. А ми твою ярою пшеничку і зберемо, а ми нашу славну Україну гей-гей розвеселимо. Як повіє буйнесенький вітер широких степів, та й прославить по всій Україні січових стрільців. А ми твою стрілецькою славу збережемо, а ми нашу славну Україну гей-гей розвеселимо. А ми твою стрілецькою славу збережемо, а ми нашу славну Україну гей-гей розвеселимо. And two classic patriotic Ukrainian songs that was Eileen, also known as Helena Andrusova, with Oy Uluzi Chervona Kalena, the original rendition, and that goes back to the Sitrovistrilci era, 100 years ago now, and a little bit, beginning of the um, 20th century. Ukrainians fighting for freedom from Moscow and other foreign occupiers. And before Eileen, you heard Navka with Zasvistale Kozachenke, and that is another traditional Ukrainian patriotic song, and that dates back a few centuries to the early Cossack era when, same story, Ukrainians were fighting for freedom and independence from Moscow and other foreign occupiers. Up next is a voice that is becoming a fixture here on Nasholos, Vancouver. Olena is a proud Ukrainian-Canadian. She immigrated to Canada in 2009, but in recent years had been staying in Ukraine. In March of 2022, Olena returned to Canada from Ukraine because of the war. Soon after arriving back in Canada, she joined a project supporting Ukrainians displaced by war. Olena is a mother of two active kids and an enthusiastic community connector here in Vancouver. Previously, she worked in the film industry and as a language teacher of English and Korean. The following commentary is adapted from a speech Olena delivered to the Canadian Border Services Agency at a recent fundraising event in Vancouver. People plan, people dream. I, like many Ukrainians, was planning and thinking of what to plant in my garden in the spring of 2022. My mom had a small piece of land near the river Tisemka in Kyiv. I purchased a cherry blossom tree and a white magnolia. This was a part of my plan to create a small garden, something peaceful and quiet. I dreamed of getting a small wooden boat and fishing with my children all summer. My extended stay in Ukraine became my mission to teach languages, 
and this was a chance to reconnect with my motherland and contribute. But in February 2022, everything changed. I started getting emails from the Canadian government. They were warning about the risks of the invasion and advised to leave the country as soon as possible. The war shelter trainings in daycares began, and I felt my responsibility as a mother to make an emergency decision. I booked return tickets to Sweden to visit my best friend, just in case. The same day, I remember packing a small suitcase for the three of us, but it took me all night. The plane was in the morning. I could not sleep. I was scared of the uncertainty and frightened by the real possibility of the war in Ukraine. The Ukrainian border officer at the airport asked me if I was okay, because I began crying. It was hard not to. He reassured me that everything was going to be fine. Three days after we arrived, my friend Julia ran into our guest room with tears and screaming. It started their bombing our cities. Ukraine was under attack. I made no preparations to go back to Canada. I didn't want to stay in Sweden, and I had two little children to care for. But I was considered the lucky one. We fled right before the war started. I'm also Canadian, had some friends, a Ukrainian community, and the church. The Holy Eucharist Cathedral in New Westminster helped me immensely when we arrived literally with everything. The organization within the church helped my parents and hundreds of other people to find temporary and long-term accommodation when they arrived in BC. Many Ukrainians lost their plans and dreams for the future. The war has been destroying their houses, their lives, the lives of their relatives, and their land. Instead of spring rain nurturing the soil, they experienced rockets flying from the sky. Instead of listening to the birds singing in the morning, all they heard was bombing and sirens. Instead of planning their summer vacations, they were searching for shelters and safe havens. Through my work, I met Jan, the United Way BC volunteer host, and her Ukrainian guest, Oksana. Oksana was a TV director at one of the popular TV stations in Kiev, Ukraine. 20 minutes after the first shell bombing on February 24th, she was off to work for the morning news. She was on air with the first news about the war. She told me her colleague fainted in a newsroom live when she heard about the plane crashing into the residential building. The building was close to where her child was at the time. The situation was becoming critical and they decided that Oksana and her children would flee to Europe. Cameraman by profession, her husband joined the Ukrainian army. Oksana and the children spent many hours on the trains before crossing the border. She said the trains packed with people were going slowly and everyone was exhausted. They had to stand in the corridor of the train for 10 hours as there was nowhere to sit. Finally, they got to Poland, then Estonia, then to Sweden. They didn't have much savings. Right before the war, they had just paid off their two-bedroom apartment. They renovated from scratch. In Sweden, Oksana worked cleaning rooms in a hotel. She was waiting for several months for their emergency visas. Elvira from the Ukrainian organization Help Us Help Ukraine helped Oksana to find the host Jen. Jen helped Oksana find her first Canadian job and with schools for the children. Oksana studies English and plans to buy a car now. She says she is thankful for all of the support she has received in Canada. It helps her find hope and she can plan and arrange life here before her trip back to Ukraine. I met Alexander at the church. Alexander is a pensioner and the survivor of the Russian occupation. In a village near Kiev, he saw it all. 
He saw tanks crushing the fences and parking in people's yards. He saw bodies of tortured neighbors and told me about things that made me freeze inside. He and his wife survived and made it across the Polish border. In Poland, they met their daughter and their granddaughter that managed to flee right before the occupation. Altogether, they joined their relative in Canada. The first thing Alexander enjoyed in Vancouver was silence. No more shell bombing. Alexander and his family are not alone. Ukrainian community, the Holy Eucharist Cathedral, and organizations like United Way BC support them. They are successfully adapting to their new life. Alexander takes language classes and works part-time as a mechanic. He especially enjoys studying English with his granddaughter. He is amazed by diversity of Vancouver and the beautiful nature. He also appreciates kind and smiling British Columbians and the readiness to help. But he wants to go back to Ukraine, to his half-destroyed house, and rebuild it when the war is over. He now has an opportunity to plan and dream. He says he feels safe and supported. I just told you three stories, but there are so many, thousands, millions of stories. They're real stories of people that survived the occupation and saw things that no one should see or experience in 21st century. Thousands of Ukrainians arrived in Canada in shock. They're dealing with traumatic memories every day. They feel lost in new communities. They don't know where to begin and how to continue living after experiencing this war at different levels and degrees. At the beginning, I told you about the Ukrainian border officer. And in the end, I will tell you about the Canadian one. At the YVR airport, we were physically and emotionally tired. And I remember how much it meant to me to hear from the officer. Welcome home. I hope that whether Ukrainians are in Canada temporarily or decide to continue building their lives here, we can help them to feel at home. Their plans and dreams were crushed by rockets and bombs, but they survived. And now they have this opportunity to develop and achieve their goals. And they need support. Slava Ukraini! Glory to Ukraine! Slava Heroim! Glory to the heroes! That was Olena from Vancouver describing life for Ukrainian refugees fleeing war in their homeland. As an enthusiastic community connector, Olena has many more stories and information to share with listeners of Nasholus in the weeks, months, and hopefully years ahead.
Ся добре маю, на горбочку хвіжу маю, гей Edmonton, Alberta, that was Millennia from their most recent album, Budmohe and Tomu Kosa. Here's what's coming up this week in Vancouver's Ukrainian community. On Wednesday, February 1st, the Ukraine Harmony Foundation organizes the premiere screening of the Ukrainian documentary film Life to the Limit. This documentary is about the Russian-Ukrainian war. The film's director, Pavlo Polishok, and producer, Yurko Ivanishin, are Ukrainian war veterans. Their film, Winter on Fire, was nominated for an Oscar for Best Documentary Feature in 2016. Life to the Limit is the first and only film that covers the entire period of Russian-Ukrainian war, from 2014 to the present day. You can watch this film at 7 p.m. on Wednesday, February 1st, at the Dunbar Theatre in Vancouver. All proceeds collected during this fundraiser will go towards the support of Ukrainian frontline tactical and medical units. Life to the Limit, created out of 640 hours of archival materials, is on the screen of the Dunbar Theatre on February 1st at 7 p.m. The tickets are $15.70 and can be purchased on eventbrite.ca. On Saturday, February 4th, the Navrotskis, a brother and sister duo, will perform traditional Ukrainian folk melodies and their own compositions. They blend old and new music. This concert occurs at 7 p.m. in the Holy Eucharist Cathedral, New Westminster, at the cross of 5th Street and 4th Avenue. Since Russia invaded Ukraine in 2022, the Navrotskis have organized and performed at benefit shows from Montreal to Vancouver, helping raise funds for humanitarian aid. You can enjoy the upbeat, reflective and soul-stirring music on Saturday, February 4th at 7 p.m. in the Holy Eucharist Cathedral, located in New Westminster, off 4th Avenue. Admission to this show is free for Ukrainians temporarily displaced by war. General admission is $20.00 and you can buy tickets in advance on eventbrite.ca. On Sunday, February 5th, the Vancouver Club, Maple Hope Foundation and Volunteer Battalion in Vancouver invite you to a black tie fundraising reception with an entertaining program. United for Ukraine Gala Dinner will take place in one of the most elite local venues, the Vancouver Club, for an evening dedicated to raising funds for Ukraine. Tickets can be purchased on eventbrite.ca starting from $160. Some of the features that tickets include are the three-course menu, a drink of choice, a special a la Ukrainian-style dessert, and live music. The live program includes performances of well-established local artists and those who had recently moved to Canada as Ukrainians displaced by war. All proceeds will go to benefit the active needs of the Ukrainian people. In particular, the funds will be directed towards humanitarian and mental assistance of the children. The gala dinner will start at 5.30 p.m. on Sunday, February 5th, at the Vancouver Club on West Hastings. On Wednesdays at 11 a.m., catch Nash Holos Ukrainian Roots Radio on CHLY 101.7 FM on the radio dial and streaming online at chly.ca. 
And at 6 p.m. Saturday evenings, flip your radio dial right back here to AM 1320 CHMB Vancouver or catch the live stream at am1320.com. And join me, Pavlina, for another hour of Nosh Hollis Ukrainian Roots Radio. Please send dedications, requests, and suggestions to producer at noshholos.com. Your comments are always welcome. In between broadcasts, please visit our Facebook page and for audio archives, transcripts, podcast feeds, and other information, including links to reputable charitable organizations supporting citizens and defenders of Ukraine. All this at our website, nasholos.com. Ну ми вже скінчили нашу програму, вже час додому і сказати до побачення. Але перед тим я хочу залишити вас такими словами мудрості. Неправда з правдою по сусідстві мешкають. And our proverb of the week translates as falsehood and truth live in the same neighborhood. And that brings us to the end of another edition of Nash Holos Ukrainian Roots Radio. To wrap things up, we've got Prairie Crocus from Winnipeg and the Highland Shotis. I'm Paulina on behalf of all of us here at Nash Holos and AM 1320. Thanks for listening and Dobranich! <laughs> Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now.